Hello. Hello there, dreamlets. Remember, life is just a dream. My name is Mort. I'm your host, the dead author. Life is short, and so are my stories. I've brought a few from my exquisite corpse to read to you. The first one is called White Face. I've made your facade to paint from faded news of the day. A carnival mask of water, wheat flour, glue, called paper mache. As other customers sit waiting upon wood drying rack, I shaped you silvery foil lips with pinched fingers, wet tack. You can never know I've copied a double from your cast. I'll keep it around to hold, closer than I'd ever dare to ask. It's your touch I really want. But this spare, it will make do. To kiss an empty echo of eggshell. Just a larval ghost of you.
loud, detective. A prose fragment. Joel Grimaldi, cloud detective, stood with a flowered face on a bustling street corner, brooding in a trench coat as a pulmonary embolism of people passed. Go figure. The city he inhabited was ambiguously mid-century. A sign posted above said, Offices for Rent. Slipping a cigarette between painted lips, the clown fiddled with a matchbook displaying his details. A custom-printed calling card he gave out to clients. Who'd have believed becoming a private detective would be easier than finding work as a serious professional funny man? The clown lit his tobacco with a dry fusee off the bottom of one of his... Floppy, chewing gum, besmirched shoes. After sinking all that saved dough into some fancy-schmancy clown class diploma, I was relieved when getting a legitimate sleuth's license was easy as taking a test, passing a background check, and doing fingerprints. <laughs> the clown took a drag, puffed, then tapped at the ash. A wealthy sugar daddy with what appeared to be his mistress, presumably, sauntered on their way to a more discreet location. The former pinched his round, foam nose in their direction. Bonk. Now I solve unsolvable mysteries, catch lovers with their pants down, and best of all, it means when I get done with my smoke, I'll go upstairs. I don't have to busk with people's jump change anymore. He flicked the cigarette, shuffling away as some street urchin kid snickered nearby. Occasionally, I still do birthday parties. is called My Imaginary Friend.
a short story. I remember making up an imaginary friend and immediately not liking him. He was a boy, not unlike me, but when he flipped his hands over so I could slap his palms, I saw right away how paper thin he was. I shifted away. The imaginary boy seemed hurt by this. I don't know if, before that brief moment, he was even aware we inhabited different dimensions. Once he'd seen how I looked at him, I don't think he had the same respect for me. No one told me to feel that way, so I couldn't help what I'd felt, yet was entirely responsible for it. The reaction had been my knee-jerk response to the unexpected, but the damage was done. I later saw the imaginary boy blowing in the wind, tumbling along the ground. He couldn't stand upright anymore, wobbling this way and that like a wilting flower. He persisted long after imaginary friends are supposed to. I kept wondering if it was what I'd said. Then I realized I never said anything. It was just a look. Just a face I made. He couldn't have known what I was thinking. I decided then that none of this was my fault. Not the boy who couldn't stand not the things I'd felt, if they were natural. Natural didn't mean right, but it was a kind of innocence. I'd see him outside my window when I was trying to take tests. On long car rides, he'd drape from our car, flapping like a flag in the wind, or a salmon trying to drive itself upstream. He wouldn't let go. I didn't want to hurt him. Just warn him to stay away. I opened the drawer with a phone book, batteries, and rubber bands, rustling around until I found what I was looking for. I got him to show me his hands by making like I was going to slap his palms. He almost stood upright. I dropped the scissors that were up my sleeve into my open palm, then closed them on his pinky finger. I didn't take the whole thing off. It was hanging on by a flap. I think he understood it then. One clip left no blood, no bone. He was dry as a plastic straw. Hello there. My name is Mort. I'm a dead author. I'm out here writing poems. This is my friend Words for Miners. Words is playing beautiful music on this melodica, which is a little like a haunted version of a harmonica meets an accordion. I keep 
whatever this is, we gotta keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Good. Yeah. 
The Other Side with Mort of the Dead featured original music from Zoe James Beard, a.k.a. Words for Minors, a cover and remix of a song called Train Car Vagabond with the artist Johnny Velveteen from Flowers of Beltane, as well as short stories, poetry, and songs, Whiteface, Clown Detective, Imaginary Friend, and the aforementioned Train Car Vagabond, by Romy Petit, and performed by yours truly, Mort of the Dead. Remember, life is short. Memento Mort. Be happy. I'll see you on the other side.